Welcome to Down at the Crossroads, a podcast to about blues station. and Americana music, hosted by me, Gary Burnett. And by me, Gemma Burnett. You'll know my dad, Gary, from his blog, Down at the Crossroads, and his book, The Gospel According to the Blues. So he definitely knows what he's talking about. Whereas I am a newcomer to this sort of music, and I'm hoping to learn something. On this podcast, we're going to be featuring artist interviews, reviews of albums, discussions about blues songs, the history of the blues. And we'll also be reflecting on how this music intersects with today's world. And on this episode, Gary is going to be interviewing legendary bluesman Joe Lewis Walker. So can you tell me a little bit about him? He's a new artist for me. Yeah, Joe Lewis Walker really is a legend. Um in the blues community. He's a Grammy nominee. He's won numerous blues music awards and WC Handy Music Awards. He's in constant demand, touring around the United States and indeed the world. NPR Music called him a legendary, boundary-pushing icon of modern blues. Um, He was born in California in 1949, and so he's had a lifetime in the blues. He's collaborated along the way with a diverse group of first-rate artists like James Cotton, Bonnie Raitt, Buddy Guy, Taj Mahal, and the list goes on, actually. He's got 26 albums to his name. Wow. And the latest one that we're going to be talking about is Journeys to the Heart of the Blues. And it's a collaboration, isn't it, with Bruce Katz and Giles Robson? Yes, it is. Bruce Katz is a keyboard maestro from the United States. Uh, He is a wonderful musician, um, classically trained, uh, has had a lifetime in jazz and the blues, and... Giles Robson is just a, a terrific blues harp player. Um, Paul Jones described him as one of the great living harmonica players. So it's a great combination, the three of them, on what is a wonderful album. enjoyed listening to it and I would say from my perspective it sounds like it's a fairly traditional blues album. Yeah it's, it's something of a departure from Joe Lewis Walker's other records which typically feature his blistering electric guitar, um, usually a stirring mix of soul, rock, jazz, gospel. This really is stripped back raw blues, sort of blues that you would maybe hear in a Mississippi juke joint. I was in Clarksdale in Mississippi just about this time last year and it's exactly the sort of music that you might hear down there. And how did they come to end up working together? Well apparently they were working uh, together playing a festival and the three of them decided it'd be great to uh, put together a much more sort of stripped back blues album that recalled some of the artists of yesteryear. Uh, So they got together in New York City and recorded it in a very short space of time. Well, they've got a great energy and connection together. You can really feel that emanating out of the record. 
But I think the uh, traditional themes extend to the lyrics and the uh, the sort of subject matter that's dealt with in the album. So we've got themes of loneliness, we've got heartbreak, we've got it's better to be in prison than to live with a reckless woman. All sorts of traditional subjects are tackled, I think. Yeah, they are. And that's, I guess, what you ex- expect with this uh, album, which is um, an album of songs by some artists that you'd never have heard of. Um, obviously, um, there's a Blind Willie McTell song there. Most people have heard of him. But other artists like Bill, Big Massio Merriweather, Sunnyland Slim... Um, Washboard Sam, Sun Bonds. A lot of people won't have heard of those artists and it's great that um, their work can be brought up to date for a modern audience. Other artists are doing this, people like Rory Block, uh, Laurie Jane in the 45s, uh, recently with their album about Sarah Martin. Um, It's great when artists, uh, modern artists, do that and revive some of those older artists for us. Well, it really works and it forms into a really cohesive album and um, I like the instrumental tracks as well. The piano one um, is particularly good, Chicago Breakdown. Um, it's really uh, stirring piano work, really virtuosic. favorite tracks is hell ain't nothing but a mile and a quarter i don't know if you listen to the lyrics of that one yeah go ahead so it's really it's really good fun and it starts off um talking about hell ain't nothing but but a mile and a quarter which i assumed to begin with was the dimensions of hell and i thought you know if hell was really busy you might be a bit cramped which presumably is the point but actually it's that hell ain't nothing but a mile and a quarter away so we're actually closer than we think i said it hell God ain't but a mile and a quarter Oh, I said that a hell Ain't but a mile and a quarter And when you get there They will give you brimstone for a while don't really want to go there because no. you're going to be forced to drink brimstone water oh no and the the uh, narrator says before you get there you'll find purgatory you know oh, so no. it's obviously the catholic version <sighs> of hell but it's not a nice place to be because you're going to have to obey the devil's orders and then the narrative takes a bit of a turn because the narrator decides that he's going to marry the devil's daughter oh, wow. and he's going to take that young lady on he's going to stick her up on the shelf so presumably she's not going to get out much and then, in a surprising twist at the end, he's going to say from now on, Mr. Devil, I'm going to run hell by myself. Oh, I saw So he's going to take over. A bit of a subversion in that song. Yeah. Uh, which is what you often get in the blues songs. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great song, great, great album. Uh, you've got some wonderful boogie-woogie piano in this, some heart-rending harmonica, and throughout it, John, uh, Joe Lewis Walker's Vocal performance is masterful. He really does full justice to the gritty blue songs of the album Songs. Yeah, his voice is incredible. I really enjoyed listening to it so much. And I know you enjoyed talking to him. Yeah, um, it was a great conversation with Joe and he began by telling us why he wanted to make this album. 
Congratulations on the new album, Joe. It's really excellent and, and clearly had a lot of good reviews. Um, it, it's a very stripped down approach to the blues. Can you tell us why you wanted to make an album like this? Well, it, actually, um, the whole idea was um, a harmonica player, uh, Giles Robeson. Um, he uh, set in with me one night that we were on the same show in, near Amsterdam. And... Um, and he, um, we had a good time playing together, you know, with an electric band. And um, so he was uh, had an idea to do a, an acoustic thing with the guitar, with acoustic guitar and acoustic harmonica. Mm-hmm. And um, and so when he came up with that idea, so why don't we add a, a piano to it, you know, to yeah. give it a little bit more percussive feel, mm. percussion type feel, and. And so, uh, so I, I, I thought of Bruce Cass, and uh, so it, it turned out really good because Giles came over from uh, from England, and we rehearsed for a couple of days, and we, we recorded uh, the whole thing. I think it took three or four days to record and and mix and all that stuff. So I think the whole record took maybe six, seven days to, to complete it. You know, because we did mostly everything just live right there at the studio. That seems pretty fast process. Yeah, <laughs> in, in today's world. But then you've got you had three uh, superb musicians working on it. Well, yeah, every everybody was communi- communicated really really good when it came to you know the recordings and 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 you know different uh, you know if we were wanted to try something one way or try it a different way or or this what have you everybody could communicate about it which was you know it's really important. Yeah, and that comes across very much when you're listening to the album. You've got that, you know, real good sense of of understanding that comes across from uh, the three of you playing together. Now, these are pretty much all classic blues songs on the album. You obviously sense a, an appetite for uh, this sort of material. Um, what do you? What would you say is the enduring power of of the blues and this more stripped down raw blues that you're you're playing. Well, I think you know the 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 the, the tunes um, that this record presents is sort of a you know it goes back to a lot of top, topical blues where you know one song would really specifically be about one topic. Yes, and so here you have. Um, you know, in detail about one topic, um, you know, you have um, Murderer's Home. Yeah. You know, well, murder, Murderer's Home is basically the murderer's row when you go to prison. Yes. So this guy's sort of describing Murderer's Row. Mm. You have, uh, you know, Hell Ain't But a Mile and a Quarter, yes. which is, uh, you know, obviously a mile and a quarter and none of us want to go. 
Yeah. You know, so it's got to sort of sound like that. It's got to sort of feel like that. Mm. It's got to sort of, you have to sort of try to make that, you know, visual come across in your mind. Mm. And so, you know, I, I think um, when Giles uh, brought some of these songs and, 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 you know, we picked these songs, they were a little bit more obscure than, than a lot of other songs you know, yes. that have been done. And the artists who did them, people like Sun Bonds and, and, yes. and, and people of this nature, a lot of people don't know about them. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's good to bring those to uh, people's attention. Um, and the... I mean, the the sort of blues you're talking about there, which is really rooted in, you know, in real life and the nitty gritty of, uh, you know, difficulties of people, real people's real lives. Is that is that something in the blues you think that 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 has a has an appeal as opposed to the more, I don't know, you know, ethereal, ephemeral uh, sort of approach of a lot of modern music? Well, you know, I think that is, that is the one thing that, you know, differentiates blues from a lot of other uh, uh, styles uh, and genres of music is, you know, the blues is consistent, it's constant, you know, and, mm. and by it being constant, it constantly speaks to, you know, the, the hardest side of life, the, you know, the the things that we all go through, mm. you know, that sometimes might be uncomfortable to talk about it, the things we all think about it, you mm. know, and then you find out if somebody else can think about it the same way and somebody else can put it in the form of a, um, a song or a poem or a book or, or whatever, yeah. then it, you know, it, it's cathartic, cathartic and, you know, uh, it, it serves a, a great purpose when it does that, I think. And is that why you gravitated towards the the blues in your early days, and and why it's continued to be a strong pull for you over the years, Joe. Well, I, I, I was like anybody else. I was a kid when I started playing music, and you know, I just gravitated towards the music. Period. Yeah. You know, whether it was if it was Keyboard Walker playing the guitar, or, or later on whether it was you know. Uh, the animals. I don't care. I didn't care. I just liked the music, yeah. you know. And 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 so I mean, later on, you know, when I would start to uh, answer, uh, sort of uh, bands would put ads in papers for musicians, you know. Yeah. And and you know people music and they put up ads in music stores and they put them up in different shops and it would, you know and so I would ask answer I would answer some of those ads for a lead guitar player yeah you know when I was a teenager and so that helped me you know um, uh, sort of, sort of become more of a well-rounded guitar player because I played all kinds of stuff you know. Yes. Uh, and 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 so uh, I, I think that uh, you know, the, the the blues that that I, I sort of uh, played was sort of you know it was blues, but it was also bluesy type material. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I hope I answered your question. But, yeah, yeah. You no, know, I, I just played all kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, indeed. Um, 
At one stage in your career, I understand you changed direction and spent a long time in a gospel group. Can you tell us why you did that and, and then about moving back then towards the the blues again? Well, I, I started back to playing gospel music because that's basically where I started when I was a kid anyway. Hmm. And um, so uh, I, I'm sort of a restless soul and I had hmm. a great group I was part of the spiritual Corinthian. And so it, that, that was a, 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 a great thing. And when I left the gospel group, it was sort of, I didn't look at it as sort of going back to playing blues. Yes. I looked at it as sort of, sort of like going forward to playing right. something different, you know, yes. because I sort of get tired of playing the same thing. It, it had nothing other to do with that other than that just I'm, musically I'm a restless person. Right. So I wanted to do something different. So yes. I, I, I went back to uh, trying to, to make my own uh, my own stamp on uh, uh, a sort of blues style music. Yes, yes, and you you've done that um, to great effect, uh, Joe, over the years with fusing in uh, various influences into your playing and and your your albums. Uh, but gospel has continued to be a theme in your music. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking back to albums like Hellfire, the title track. Um, Soldier for Jesus, um, the real sort of gospel sound on Hornet uh, on the song Faith in Hornet's Nest as examples. That's a fair comment, is it? That's some, that, no, that's sure, important to sure. you. Yeah, you know, and it gives me an excuse to um, to to sing with a lot of people who are were were, were heroes of mine. Were idols? Were, I won't say idols, but heroes. I guess. To do a lot of gospel, I got to do gospel stuff. I hired the, the gospel hummingbirds. I, I yes. had the, my group, the Spiritual Corinthians. I had the Jordanaires. Yes. Uh, God bless them. Um, yes. On several cuts, and and, and so I, I had the McCrary sisters on a couple of things. Yes. A lot of a lot of different gospel people have sang on 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 these records that that I've, I've done at the. The new record I'm doing, um, I have a, a record I'm doing. Um, it's not a, it's not the acoustic stuff. It's yes. my own record. Yes. I'm having a lot of people on it. I'm having a, several female singers sing on with me, and one is a Carla Cook, yes. Sam, Sam Cook's daughter. Right. Singing on the new, and that record will be out next year. Right. Uh, I have a lot of different, yeah, different ladies singing with me. Fabulous. Uh, is that will that be twenty nineteen or twenty twenty? Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Brilliant. We will look forward to uh, to that. Um, and just to to finish on this on this particular uh, theme, uh, on your website you say that you 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 talk there about your belief that the spiritual will carry you through when the physical can't. What do you mean by that? Well, um, I, I don't know. I, I guess in, in the context of, uh, you know, trying to put it in context, I think somebody asked me a question of why, uh, what I thought the difference was between playing in the God, playing in church or playing okay. with gospel and playing with, with other styles of music. And I just yes. said that the spiritual will usually carry you through when other things won't. You know, and yes. there's a lot of people that feel that way. There's other people that don't. Sure. You know, there's, 
You know, so um, I, I tend to think I think that spiritual sort of carries it. You know, when people have faith in whatever it is, yes. it sort of gives them another sort of strength that you don't get that that type of strength with um, you know, in in other areas of life. Sure, sure. You've kept a very fresh approach to the blues over the years, Joe. Um, as we said, melding in other influences. Um, as you look a lo- around today, are you encouraged by what you see in the blues? And are there younger players that are coming along that encourage you? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of great, great young musicians uh, uh, that, that are doing doing a lot of great things. You know, you know people like Selwyn Birchwood and and. Uh, uh, Shamika Copeland and, and uh, people like that. You have a whole whole lot of people. Uh, you know, really, really doing good things. Matt Schofield, different musicians, young musicians. Yeah. And you know, they're they're doing. Everybody's doing doing a, a different types of things their own way. You know. And, yeah. Uh, that that's more more power to them. I mean. Mm. Some are doing a little bit more jazzier, some are doing a little bit more more countryer, country bluesier, and you know. So, but I, I see a lot of young people when I when I'm out touring. I see a lot a lot of younger people. I mean, a lot um, young people at, at uh, festivals and what have you. So, uh, I think music's in. Uh, I think it's in a good it's in a good space. Very good, fantastic. Um, Joe, look, I think that's all from me. I really appreciate you talking to us uh, today. Um, you're uh, going to be busy over the next uh, couple of months, I understand, with uh, touring. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, you know, it's, uh, it's good, it's good, busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very good, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Well, listen, uh, you have a good day, and uh, thank you very much for talking to us. joining us for our first chat on Down at the Crossroads, a podcast about blues, Americana and culture. Special thanks this week to Joe Lewis Walker for his time and Mark Lipkin at Alligator Records. Joe's album Journeys to the Heart of the Blues is out now. Down at the Crossroads is hosted by Gary Burnett and produced and co-hosted by me, Gemma Burnett. You can see more reviews and articles on the blog down at thecrossroads.wordpress.com. Follow us on Twitter at Blues and Faith, 
and check out Gary's book, The Gospel According to the Blues, available on Amazon and wherever you get books. Next time, we will be interviewing the fascinating and incredibly talented Alison Russell about her collaborative album, Songs of Our Native Daughters. So subscribe to the podcast. See you next time. Ooh, 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 ooh. All my love's in vain. All my love's in vain.